This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-1645. That's 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. This is Dr. Zudi Jasser on the Blaze Radio Network. This is Dr. Zudi Jasser. Welcome back to another segment of Reform This. It's great to be with you. Thank you for joining me. If you're new, hopefully you're hearing a voice of rational thinking, a Muslim that takes ownership, that looks at reform and looks at solutions and not only identifying the problem, but uh, also you get a healthy dose of uh, identifying what we're dealing with and the scope of what we need to treat about radicalization. Thank you for listening on the conversation on culture. And and now I I think one of the things that uh, sort of hit the week hard was President Trump uh, talking about and his team talking about signing this executive order for halting immigration and refugees from certain countries and also about building the wall and following through on what was the really hallmark of his campaign. And boy, you know, first, before we get into the details, I I think it's just amazing to again hear the the blogosphere and the social media talk about what is happening in a way that is beyond hyperbole. I mean, can we not have a rational conversation about what's actually happening with American policy? No, we have to say, oh, he's blocking all Muslim immigration. No, he's stopping immigration from Muslim countries. The bottom line is is that there were some countries identified and that access to the United States for refugees from visa holders from Iraq, Iran, Libya, Somalia, Sudan, Syria, and Yemen were to be stopped. And by the way, do you think right now we're bringing in tons from this country, these countries? Syrian refugees are certainly leaving Syria in the millions, and this is a whole discussion that you and I have had. But there have been barely 10, 15,000 brought into the United States. And we can talk about how those distributions were not ideologically vetted and, and problematic. So I think, and as I've said, and this is somebody, by the way, I, you know, I have a dog in this fight. I have family that are in Syria. My parents escaped Syria in the 60s. Our families have been dealing with the ruthless, oppressive regime of the Assad's Ba'athists since the 60s. And this revolution started in its first few years as truly one of freedom against a rebellion against autocracy and tyranny. And obviously it remains that, but it has been... 
with no small thanks to the Assad regime, a radicalized rebellion, with huge infiltration thanks to Turkey, Saudi Arabia, and Qatar, with Islamist influence that has radicalized them, and thus the movement of Syrians out of Syria as a result of this, really, I think part of it is ethnic cleansing of the Sunnis by the Assad regime, who's affiliated with the Shia, Hezbollah radicals, the Iranian radicals, trying to depopulate Syria of its Sunni population in the sectarian battle between Islamists of the Shia versus the Sunni, and caught in the middle of the Christians and minority populations. But we should have been vetting against Islamists, not just terrorists. They don't identify themselves as terrorists. But as in the Cold War, when we were fighting the Soviets, we vetted against communists, against that we tried to. Some got through and ended up threatening our homeland security. But I think it's wise, as we said in the campaign, to put a pause and if this executive order truly lives up to its claims to put a pause of certain number of days, be it 120 for any type of refugees coming in, uh, 90 days for visas, whatever the numbers are on the details of the executive order, the bottom line is, is that it's a pause. And I would not want more than six months. I think we can, if the Trump administration does this right, pause all immigration and refugees until we convene a method led by reformers who understand how to vet the ideas of Islamism, the belief in the Sharia state, the rejection of secular democracy, the rejection of universal human rights, the belief that all rights come from Islam or from the Islamic state or it's Sharia, not from God. And that the vessel of God is the human legal system of Sharia. Those individuals should be vetted and there are ways to interview them. And at least in a far better percentage than we have now to not give them the privilege, not the right, the privilege of coming to the United States. And then I believe we should resume it. And by vetting against Islamists, which is probably 20, 30 percent, you then allow room for more proportional immigration of Christians, minorities, Baha'is, others who are trying to come to freedom like our families did. And through that vetting process, we then hone down on our skill sets as a country in understanding the ideas of those who hate us. Then you start finding interrogators at the Homeland Security who know how to pick out anti-Semitism, anti-homophobia, uh, and other ideas, uh, misogyny, that are all part and parcel of that Islamist ideology. But back to the truth. The truth is, is that immigration was halted by this executive order from the list of countries that includes Yemen, Sudan, Iraq, Iran, Syria, Libya. Nothing about Muslim. Yes, the majority there are Muslims. So certainly the fear mongers and victimization radicalizers at the Council on American Islamic Relations want you to believe 
that this is about banning Muslims. And they'll use that meme, banning Muslims, when there is no such wording in the executive order. Not that I'm aware of, unless I missed it. Now, I would have preferred it to say in order to vet against Islamists, but I can see until the administration gets its head around vetting against the ideologies, it would then wait to specifically do that. And until it has the skill sets working and speaking for it, that can clarify and thread the needle that this is not about the government interfering in the practice of religion, but it is about the government protecting itself from a global theopolitical jihadist threat. That's the threat, the global jihad. It's the global jihad, stupid. Remember the podcast I did four or five weeks back called it, It's the Global Jihad, Stupid. And this is what Mr. Trump, President Trump now is doing. Pausing for a short period, I hope, to then get a longer-term solution and strategy against radical political Islamism. But we need to be able to parse those words. It's not a nuance to say that we welcome in Muslims, Christians, all faiths, but we reject Islamists and especially radical Islamists and jihadists from our borders. Until we figure out how to do that, it is correct, and as much as it hurts me to say this as a Syrian American, it's correct to pause it, not stop it, pause it. Again, the nuance of the language is important. We aren't stopping the immigration, we're pausing it. And when I come back, I want to talk to you about what our long-term strategy should be, that hopefully this executive order is but a start, and that eventually, as we go past the 120 180 days, I hope at the most, we then transform into a solution that includes barring Islamists, but encouraging and welcoming reformists who will be great patriots and can use their open freedom of gained here in America to help us fight against all forms of Islamism, theocracy, and help us promote liberty domestically and abroad. You're listening to Reform This with Dr. Zudi Jasser. The Blaze Radio Network.